Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Get in tune with the sun, moon, and stars. This is Astrology with Yasmin. Hello, everybody. Well, if you're watching me on Facebook Live, you will know I have eaten an apple. And uh, if you're not, welcome anyway. This is Yasmin Boland here, your trusty moonologer and astrologer here to talk to you about the astrology of the week ahead. So how are you feeling? How are you feeling? If you're on Facebook Live, tell me in the comments, how are you feeling? I'm feeling okay, actually, pretty good. Do remember that right now we are in what's called the dark of the moon, the dark of the moon. Now, what that means is it's actually kind of a weird low vibe time. It's kind of a time where pretty much it's time to let things go, release, you know, if you've had any yucky, pucky, poo-poo feelings, if you're feeling grumpy or weepy or you've had fear or you're working on feeling better, now is the time to let it all go. So we're going to do a bit of that today. Um, I'm also going to be doing a, um, excuse me, dark moon ceremony tonight on my Facebook page, my Facebook events page, I think. Uh, so if you want to get the full kit and caboodle for a proper full dark moon ceremony, then make sure you tune into that. Uh, the reason why I can't do it here is because, um, well, for one thing, I like to take calls on this show. And uh, for another, the Dark Moon Ceremony is, I don't know, kind of a different vibe to the radio show. The radio show, I don't know, it's kind of upbeat. I try and, I don't know, I want to be in a good mood. I keep saying I don't know. I don't know. Keep, I want to be in a good mood. I want to be feeling up. And, you know, when we do the Dark Moon Ceremony, it's so sacred that it's really kind of, So there we go. Someone's saying they had an emotional Mother's Day. Ah, yes, emotional Mother's Day. And Mother's Day is emotional for lots of people, obviously, um, you know, for various reasons. I'm lucky my mum is still alive and very much kicking. Um, I don't say how old I am and she doesn't say how old she is, but I can tell you. Between the two of us, we add up and, you know, my mother still goes to the gym three or four times a week, you know. Touch wood, she's so strong and healthy and wonderful. Um, so there you go. So um, 
just to say, if you do want to call in, I would love to speak to you. We already have some people on the on the line, actually. But if you want to call in, I would love to speak to you. The number is 816-251-3555. That's the number to call from the US of A. If you're not in the US of A, I believe you just uh, add a 001. And then 816-251-3555. Be lovely to speak to you. So there we go. So let us start by taking a moment to do a little meditation, a little dark moon meditation. And I'm actually going to use some music. I know I nearly always have been doing um, Edo and Joe lately, but I thought, you know what? I'm actually going to play some music by an amazing man called Mark Watson, Mark Watson. And um, he has a website called angelearthmusic.com, angelearthmusic.com. And <coughs> I'm actually, excuse me, I'm allowed to play. Normally if you play someone's music, you can't play it on a Facebook Live or a radio show or anything like that. But I've got permission from him to play it whenever I want, as often as I want, as long as I credit him. He even made me a special page on his website where I could do all the downloads and stuff. So um, let us uh, let us do a nice um, a nice little uh, dark moon meditation. Okay, just ahead of the dark moon, we're going through the dark moon. Uh, let me see if this is going to work. Um, let's have a go. It's always a bit touch and go. Oh, there we go. Always a bit touch and go. Someone, Everyone's saying, what's the number to call in? I'll just tell you again before we start the meditation because then you've got to stop writing and start meditating. It's 816-251-3555. And again, this is the music of Mark Watson from Angel Earth Music. So if you like it, go to his website and give it a download. Support your musicians. Musicians need our support these days. It's not like the old days where they got paid with Lamborghinis and cocaine. All right. So let's just do a little meditation to get us in the zone, okay? Just close your eyes, close your eyes, and just start to breathe gently and easily. So we are now in what's called the dark of the moon, the dark of the moon, or the dark moon phase. It's the ninth phase. It's a part of the balsamic moon phase, which is the last phase before we get to the new moon. And it's going to be quite an electric dark moon phase this time around. We get one once a month, about every four weeks. The simple reason that the moon is actually going to connect with the planet of chaos and electricity, Uranus, before it gets to the new moon. So we're going to go through an electric dark moon phase this month. 
So just breathe out. And in some ways, this connection to Uranus is actually what many of us will need for the simple reason that Uranus has a kind of clanging feeling to it. So if there's something you really want to drop, it's so much the right time for it to do it. The dark moon phase is the time to really drop anything that is no longer working for you. And that especially includes any fears you're going through, any fears that you have, just let them go, okay? So we're going to do it with a kind of a declaration. So put both your hands over your heart chakras, first of all, and just breathe. Gently and easily. And now open your hands up and open them to the skies. as if receiving and call down golden rays from the skies. Imagine yourself in a golden light column with sparkles and know that this Golden light is healing you and clearing you out of anything you no longer need, anything which no longer serves you, anything which could be an impediment to your new moon wishing and manifesting tomorrow. I'm just going to ask you to imagine your entire body being filled up with this beautiful golden, sparkly golden light, which is thick and unctuous and would drip. And it's all just pouring into your body. Just see it filling up your feet and your ankles and your calves and your thighs and your hips your lower back and your torso, your chest, up over your armpits to your fingertips, your hands, your wrists, forearms, the top of your arms, the shoulders, your neck, your chin, your lower jaw, your upper jaw, your face, your cheeks, your nose, your eyes, your forehead, until it spills out through your crown chakra in an ever-replenishing fountain of healing golden light. And just repeat after me silently or out loud, I am blessed. I trust in my highest good. Everything is always working out for me. I am blessed. I trust in my highest good. 
everything is always working out for me. And just breathe. I trust the universe to release any attachments I have to anyone or anything which no longer serves me. In the dark of the moon, I am bathed in golden light and I am replenished and refreshed. And then put your hands between your boobs if you've got them or between your chest and throw your arm out as far away from your body as you can with the affirmation, so be it, so be it. There we go. So it's so important to do this dark moon work. And, you know, when I wrote my book, Moonology, back in 20, 2015, 2016, I actually didn't include the dark moon work because I was just starting to work with it then and I didn't feel that I was qualified because I'm an astrologer. And the dark moon is not an astrological thing. It's really not. It's kind of a, a witchy thing. It's a magical thing. And so it's something I've come to realise is really, really important to include in our spiritual practice, uh, even though. It's not an astrology thing. Just going to have a little bit of that music because it's so nice. Again, that music is Mark Watson. No, no, I think I've turned it off altogether. Okay. All right. Well, I hope that was good for you. Um, I know on Facebook the connection was going in and out. I spotted it. Hopefully on unityonlineradio.org it's all good and you can always tune in there and just get the whole thing from there as well. But I am going to take a call now. So I've got quite a few people on the line. And I'm going to start with Holly, who's on line three. Are you there, Miss Holly? Hello, Holly. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you now. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thank you. Very well. Very well. So where are you, Holly? I'm in uh, Joliet, Illinois, in the United States. And that's where you were born? Yes. So you've actually stayed where you were born? Um, yes, actually. I, I have moved a little bit here and there, but um, now I live actually right next to the house I grew up in. And my right. family actually all live around here. Because I find you Americans move around like crazy. Pardon? I find you Americans move around like crazy. <laughs> well, I, I yeah. moved around a little and then I came back. Where did you go to? I lived in North Carolina for a little while and in Washington okay. State and Wisconsin. Oh, 
Right, I'm just looking on my map of the states to see where you are. I'm just going to tell you all, guys, I actually went in the green card lottery and we found out today we didn't get one. Damn it. We said we'll leave it to fate. <laughs> Uh, but we've, there's a second round, so you never know. Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right. Okay, Madalyn, um, Miss Holly, what would you like to know today? What can I What can I tell you about your chart? You just want a, a general reading, but there must be something you want to know. Uh, well, a general reading, but also I was curious. Um, I've been trying to learn, you know, more about my chart and what makes me so to speak um and i noticed that my sun and my moon are like directly across from one another and i just wonder if that is, has any kind of significance well actually they're not directly opposite each other you know so you're well, they're sun, a little off but yeah no but in astrology directly across is a particular thing called an opposition and yours aren't in opposition. Often, if they're opposite, in there, if they're in opposition, it can mean it can mean various things. So one thing it can mean that your parents uh, separate, which is a bit strange, but it can. Um, it can mean that um, you know your 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 the, the who you really are and all your feelings are almost like they can be a little bit at odds with each other. Um, it can mean it can mean all sorts of things, but. You actually don't have that because they have to be in opposite signs. So you're a Cancerian. So for your moon to be opposite your sun, it would have to be in the sign of Capricorn. But your moon is in the sign of, do you know? Um, is it uh, Aquarius? Yeah, it is. Very good. It's in Aquarius and it's actually conjoining Saturn which is uh, the planet of discipline and being grown up and no fooling around here. So you're probably quite a serious young insect and probably quite sensitive as well. It's quite, quite a combination that you've got there. So even though you're a Leo rising, so you come across probably as quite glamorous or notable or quite fashionable or just a bit gorgeous, actually your chart suggests that you're not really as um, at ease with being flamboyant as your exterior might suggest. So you're someone who can kind of walk into a room and say hi, but secretly you actually don't love the attention and you have pretty serious feelings as well. Does that sound like you? Yes, that's exactly me. Yeah, well, there you are. There's astrology for you. So, yeah, so your your sun, your Mercury and your Venus plus your south node are all in your 12th house, which is the secret, most mystical and dark part of your chart. So on the one hand, it can be quite good for your for mysticism. On the other hand, it can be someone who just doesn't want to give too much away, you know, which is fair enough. Why should you tell everyone everything? So mm -hmm. anything else you'd like to know about in your general reading today, Holly? Uh, well, I've been struggling a lot with, um, I, well, I, I like to write. I've, I've uh, written some books, some poetry um, books, oh, and I publish on a blog. And I, it's something that I love to do. It brings me a lot of joy. Um, yet it's not my job. 
and I'm kind of conflicted with if I should just keep plugging along, working for the paycheck, or if I should um, kind of let go of some fears and kind of branch out a little bit more. I'm just okay. kind of not so sure. Have you, have you been listening to me for a while or ever before? Because if you have, you know what I'm going to uh, say. Yeah, I've been listening to you for at least a year or so. Pretty regular. Okay, so regularly. do you know what I'm going to say? Um, don't be fearful. <laughs> don't be what? Don't be fearful. Well, I would say don't be fearful, but I'd also say you need to be really smart, okay? So doing the blog is brilliant. What is your blog call so we can all go and have a look at it um it is called holly coop c-o-o-p author dot wordpress dot com all right let's find it there you are oh and you do photography as well uh yeah i do photography um the, a lot of the photographs that i post on my blog are ones that are um you know free for use but i do post some of my own all right so hollycoop.wordpress.com is no longer available no it's hollycoopauthor.wordpress ah hollycoop author okay i'll get there in the end hope everybody's doing this along as well Holly Coop author. No, Holly. Oh, I misspelled it. Okay, I'm really sorry, guys. I know this is really, really, really bad radio, but I'm determined to see Holly's blog. There we are, hollycoopauthor.wordpress.com. Brilliant. Okay, so this would be my suggestion. I am, like you, a very serious young insect. I take things very seriously. I don't do them half-baked. And I think it's really important that if you want to make a success of your writing, that you build it up to a point where you are starting to earn some proper pay-the-bills money with it. So whether that's getting yourself organised with digital marketing and selling your poetry books. Are your poetry books on Amazon already, for example? Uh, yes, they're on Amazon, and I also have a website, hollycoopbooks.com. Yeah, but, I mean, obviously no one's going to find them unless you start to make a song and dance about how great they are. Yeah, I you do know some I uh, book yeah. signings and things, but not enough. You're right. Yeah. And also, you know, book signings are great, but the practical reality is, okay, say you get 30 people there or 50 people there or even 100 people there, you're going to sell 30, 50, 100 books. But what you really need to sell in order to make some real money, you need to be selling thousands and thousands of books. And the only way to really do that is going is through doing some kind of digital marketing. Okay, so you said you've been okay. listening to me for a while. You, you will have heard me telling people this before. So yeah. I've just looked at what's going on in your chart right now. And luckily for you, amazingly enough, I wish I could show you this, um, you actually have the planet of all things digital in your 10th house, which is Korea right now, okay, and, and for the next couple of years. So 
don't quit your day job until you've got enough money coming in to support yourself. Otherwise, you'll just have to get another day job. Okay, Gail Lawrence on Facebook is saying, I love your landing page, Holly. Yeah, it's really pretty. The other thing that's really important, Holly, is that the new moon, which is taking place tomorrow, is taking place in your 10th house, which is Korea. So, you know, it can be the time that you decide, okay, you know what, I am going to really go for it. So, I mean, the thing is, with doing something like this, it's not just a matter of saying, oh, I'm just going to quit my job and I'm just going to go for it. You know, it's not like that. You, you're, you've you got your moon conjunct Saturn. You understand planning is required and mm-hmm. um, do some planning, be strategic, make, you know, make a, a 12-month plan and a five-year plan and do it like that so that you can actually start to live off your writing. You actually have a really good chart for writing. Mercury, the planet of communications, is actually what we call conjunct your son. That means in the same place as your son. So does that kind of explain my my feelings on the matter, Holly? Tell me. Yes, yes, absolutely. You've been very helpful. Oh, very good. Helpful. So it's not Thank just you. about like it's, it is about getting through fear. I agree with that because you need to push through any fear you have about starting. But it's not just about, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like I mean, if you imagine, remember in the Tarzan movies, Tarzan would swing from one vine to the next. It's not just about, you know, jumping on a vine and swinging and hoping there's a vine there for you to catch. It's actually about being smart and thinking, okay, this is what Mm -hmm. I want to do. I'm going to stop putting it off. I'm going to give it a go. But then you need to get yourself Mm -hmm. educated about how to get people onto your website, for example, um, so that they will buy your books. Right. I hope that helps, Holly. Wait a second. I'll I'll finish chatting to you uh, in the break. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA Unity ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Find out what's happening in the skies. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. Hey, everybody, I'm back. I'm back. All right, so how's everyone doing? We had an interesting chat with Holly before the break, uh, and she uh, is um, wanting to do a bit of a career change. She happens to be Leo rising, which means that tomorrow the new moon will be taking place in her 10th house of career. So if you know your rising sign and you know that you are Leo rising, um 
it means you also will have a new moon in your career zone tomorrow. Um, if you happen to be Aquarius rising, it means you'll have a new moon in your love zone. It means something different to everybody. And I will cover that on my new moon, um, uh, my free Facebook new moon thingy session tomorrow. Um, if you've got my diary, my moonology diary, which is now completely and utterly sold out, um, and in fact, I'm about to start to write the uh, 2023 one, would you believe? Um, but the new moon is going to be taking place in the sign of Taurus. Now, as I said, we're in the dark of the moon right now, so it's time to let things go. But I thought I'd also give you a little glimpse about what the new moon's about tomorrow. And it looks like a very positive new moon. You'll be pleased to hear. The, the new moon will be taking place in the sign of Taurus, which, by the way, if you didn't know, is the sign of abundance. Um, if you're making your new moon wishes every month, then good on you. This is the month to do them um, about uh, do intentions about abundance. Excuse me. So, for example, with Holly, who just rang up yesterday, who rang up before, you know, she wants to do a new job. She's going to have to create some abundance in her life so that she can, you know, get herself going because she wants to do, make money writing books. So, you know, you do your new moon wishes tomorrow. You can do them with me on Facebook. I'll be doing them live. I actually do them on Instagram as well. Um, and, you know, it's just about setting intentions. So, you know, what intentions are you going to be um setting tomorrow this particular new moon in Taurus has an extra astrological medicine to offer as it's connected to the planet of the divine Neptune and uh, that's a great thing because um, it elevates the energy so it's going to be a really really interesting new moon and um, if you can't join me tomorrow I understand that's fine but still set aside some time to make some new moon wishes and to set some intentions. And you might say, well, you know, I mean, wishes? Isn't that what I did when I was a three-year-old blowing out the candles on my birthday cake? What are you talking about, woman? But here is the thing. Wishes work. Wishes work. New moon wishes work. But I've, I've got a new phrase that I've been using lately. Make a wish and make an effort. Okay, so it's like with Holly, she can make a wish about having her poetry career start to really gain some traction so she can make some real money from it. So she makes the wish, but then she has to make an effort. So she has to then go and have a look at her digital marketing and, and her website and her social media and all that kind of stuff that we all have to look at. Um, if you've been going through a really difficult time, and I know lots of people have, I've actually been going through some stuff as well, quite honestly. Um, you know, the new moon is great because it's a restart. We get a restart and a reset at the time of the new moon. And I'll tell you what I've been going through because I want I don't want you to sort of, you know, get the wrong idea or worry or something. Um, no, but I've been, I've been doing this Kali Ma chanting for about a year, Kali being a very powerful goddess who helps us to move through our fears. And what I've noticed is that as I, the longer I do the chanting, the deeper I go of moving through my fears. And I was actually talking to my lovely friend, Rebecca Campbell. If you know Beth Campbell, she wrote Light is the New Black and Rise, Sister Rise. I'm sure lots of you know her. We met through work about five years ago and become friends. And I was saying to her, it's a bit like if just imagine if you had a bucket and in the bucket was mud, right, halfway up. The whole thing was filled with mud except the mud 
was really, really dry, okay? Dry as dry, dry and cracked. And so when you do something like chanting or meditating or praying, um, it's like pouring water into this bucket of dried mud, which symbolizes fear, okay? So as you start to pour the water on, the fears, the mud, starts to dissolve, okay? So you could maybe stir it with, a, I don't know, a, a ruler or a wooden spoon or something, and slowly the mud would start to come up, okay? And that's like fears being released, and you could pour that water away and start afresh. And that's a bit like what I feel I've been going through lately. It's like one fear, then down to the next fear, and, and clearing them out. And, um, you know... I've been working through these fears. I'm like anyone. I have fears of my own. Everybody has their fears. And I'll just tell you, really, in a nutshell, I've been doing this chanting every day for about a year on and off. And about a month ago, I was like, I just can't do this anymore. I need a break. I need a break. I need a break. I don't want to do it. Oh, my God. Every time I went to do it, I didn't want to do it. I was, like, getting on and doing other things. And I realised when I went back to it the other day because I've got some fantastic um spiritual healers and leaders who are actually also doing the chanting with me who've now taken over while I had my break and I went and I joined them for a chant and I it became really clear to me instantly that why I'd stopped was because I was kind of going down into another layer of fear and I was having this visceral reaction of oh no I can't I don't want to go more my god and it wasn't conscious it was subconscious okay and and so I I realized, well, I don't want to do it because I'm scared um, because I know on some level my consciousness knows that um, there's more healing to be done. And I was talking to Beth Campbell about it and she said, yes, healing is for the strong. Healing is for the strong. So we have to be strong if we want to heal and we have to face our fears. And the new moon, which is what we've got tomorrow, is the perfect time for it. And right now in the dark moon, it's the perfect time to let it all go. So, again, I'll be doing a um, dark moon ceremony at about in about an hour and a half um, from now. It's 6 p.m. Uh, UK time. It'll only take 20, 30 minutes. We're going to do a bit of release work. So you can join me for that. All so let us take another call. Someone on Facebook saying they are ringing and uh, it's not ringing. I think that might be because we have a full board at this point. Um, and someone is saying there is so much on the other side of the fear. Exactly. And I actually really got this really strong sort of guidance from spirit of exactly that, you know, push through this fear and you you will find so much on the other side of it was basically kind of the thing. So there we go. So let us have a look. I'm looking for someone. Um, okay, here we go. Let's speak to Carla on line five. Ms. Carla, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you today? I am well. How are you? I am pretty good too, actually. Yes, I'm pretty good too. Um, now, where are you? Bismarck. Were you born in, are you still in Bismarck? I am not. I am in Wisconsin now. 
Okay. Where is ND, Bismarck ND, North Dakota? Correct. Yay. Yeah, I told you about my, my lottery for the green card. Didn't work out today. Oh, I'm a bit sad about that. <sighs> You'll anyway, get it. Probably don't know. Hmm? You'll get it. We'll get it eventually, exactly. All right, so um, Ms. Carla, so you are an Aquarian with Sagittarius rising and a Scorpio moon. Do you know your chart? Um, I do. Um, I had you do my chart and I printed it out and then I lost it and I could never remember my Scorpio moon. I've... Ah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you how to get another one. It's free, www.moonmessages.com forward slash free chart, www.moonmessages.com forward slash free chart. You can get your chart for free. Anybody can. So, yeah, so um, you have a relationship question today, do you, Carla? What's going on in your love life? Do tell, if you dare. I, um, I am divorced. Um, and I've started to see someone new. Um, he, he's not close by. He's, it's a little bit of a distance, which is fine. Um, and I just, um, I've also, it's hard to explain, but, um, due to some very terrible circumstances, my ex-husband and I have, there's one common ground we have because our good friends died. Um, so I still have this friendship with him and I don't know if that will further cause problems in this new relationship. I don't even know if I should bring it, how much I should bring it up because I don't know where this relationship is going. And how long have you been in this new relationship? Um, six, going on six months, so it's fairly fairly new. Well, it's new, but it's not that new, is it? No. I think by six months you usually know if you really like someone or not, don't you? Yes, yeah, I agree. And so do you really like him or her? I do like him. Um, and... I when people ask me about him, I'm like, I will tell you it is he is not like anything that anyone would ever expect me to be attracted to both you know, just from our jobs, our physical attractions, our our interests. We're not opposites, well, but what, we're what not. do you like? What do I like or what is he well, like? He, no, what's he like? Um, he is um, a very strong worker, and he still takes excellent care of his mother, and um, to the point where he will cancel a lot of things that we're doing to go do things with her. And when our time is limited, at first I was. I had to take a step back and say, you can't, you, you can't be selfish. This is a wonderful, wonderful trait. 
And I'm not used to being canceled on, I guess, would be the proper term. Um, so that was a learning Nobody curve. Nobody likes being canceled. <laughs> but for a wonderful, you know, it wasn't like he was going out with his friends or something like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I read something the other day that said, um, you know, it was one of those sort of so-called empowering memes that you see on Facebook and Instagram that said something like, um, you know, I will honor myself if I don't want to go out, I'll cancel and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, it's all very well to be honoring yourself and, you know, thinking about how you feel about going out. But what about the person on the other end who you don't know if they're feeling a bit crappy or maybe they were really looking forward to seeing you or maybe they've just been dumped by another friend. I, I mean, it's nice that you understand why he's cancelling. Um, but, you know, I think you're w within your rights to say, yeah, but don't cancel me too often, please, because it's not very nice. Like, just organise your life. Um, as for is he, like, the the one, um, it's interesting, actually, that you have, you, that you say he's so different to anyone you'd normally go out with because you are actually entering a period in the not-too-distant future where you are going to be with someone who is really nothing like anyone you've ever gone out with. So maybe it's him. Maybe he's going to be around for a long while. Um, is he going to be okay about your husband and you still being friends? That seems like... Is your husband with someone else now? Um, they are now divorced. All right. So he's been married and divorced since you broke up. Yeah. Right, right. I don't know. What do you want to ask the cards? Do you want to ask the cards, is this guy the guy for me? Or do you want to ask, um, can I still be friends with my husband? What do you want to ask? I would want to ask the cards, is he the one for me? All right. Ah, okay, interesting. Um, you actually got a card that says confidence is the key to your success. So I would suggest that that means this can, relationship can work, but you have to have confidence in it. Just trying to find the booklet so I can give you a slightly more robust answer. But maybe you need to really believe in it. And I don't mean to kind of, you know, pour cold water on it by saying he shouldn't be cancelling. I just want to say I do think you're within your rights to say don't keep cancelling me. Just get yourself organised. Um, okay, here we go. This card heralds the start of a new cycle for you when you're going to look and feel more gorgeous, more in the spotlight, more like you have something worth showing off. If you want someone's attention, this card says it's coming, but you have to be willing to do your bit. That means being proud of who you are and what you have to offer. So I think that does come down to also saying, you know, you've got to treat me right, my friend. Think of yourself as the queen of the jungle and carry yourself accordingly. So, you know, if that um, if the cancelling thing is like you mentioned it because it's part of a bigger picture of where he's not honouring you, just tell him you need to be honoured. Um, but, yeah, basically it's about shining your light and being proud of who you are and showing the world what you've got. So 
maybe you need to do all that in order to turn this guy into the one. And you do have Venus going through your seventh house of love right now, which basically suggests that now's a really good time for love to be at the top of your agenda. You've also got Mercury um, in your seventh house of relationships right now, which means it should be easier for you to talk about how you feel. And also you've got um, the North Node in your um, seventh house of relationships as well, which basically means that now is the time to push yourself into relationships and work through them and see what they've got to teach you. But also one more thing, Carla, sorry to just to keep talking in a big diatribe, but um, actually at the end of this month, Mercury is going to be going backwards in your relationship zone. So it could be a time, actually that could be a good time to let the new guy meet the ex. Do you, you don't secretly want to get back with the ex, do you? No. No. So it would be a good time to teach him, uh, to introduce them, um, and it could be a time to sort through any upsets. It could be a time to, just to sort of um, rethink, revise, revisit your whole love life situation. So I don't think it's very set in stone. I think a lot really depends on what you decide to do and how you carry yourself. And it doesn't make much sense to me because, honestly, you sound like someone who's really confident and you're Sagittarius rising and all that. But maybe you do need to just, you know, be a little bit more about, hang on a minute, I'm worth it. Do you think that might apply? I, Yes, I could definitely write that down and look at it every morning in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, I'm worth it. Yeah, yeah, okay, good, good, good. But, I mean, overall, I think uh, nothing is set in stone and you just need to decide what you want. Great. And you'll probably be remarried in about three years. Well, that's interesting. Mm. Whether it's <laughs> him, this guy, or someone else, yeah, about uh, 2024. Okay. But who knows? Maybe you'll marry and divorce again in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. Or maybe just Barry and then, you know, in 2024 you'll just be really happy together. I know I'm not being very uh, straight down the line with this, but honestly all the signs are a bit like that. They're a bit like, well, if you do this and this will happen and you need to be like this, you need to. The main thing is do the self-love and then see what happens after that. And the other thing, um, I know you, I print out my ceremony things um do you have more guidance for learning about the heavenly rays oh no i do not let me tell you about those heavenly rays so carl is asking about something called the heavenly rays which are this extremely esoteric concept that i included in my book moonology and, uh, and I do also, I am actually including them in my, with my new Oracle cards that I've got coming out in the second half of the year, um, the Heavenly Rays. Now, they are a super duper um, esoteric concept. And they're basically, uh, they're, they're broken up like the colors of the rainbow. And they're basically like aspects of, god or goddess the godhead 
And I think they're quite, to me, they're quite unknowable. They're very hard to fathom. Excuse me. They're very hard to understand. And uh, they represent different parts of God, like the power of God, the wisdom of God, the love of God, the purity of God. And I think all you can do or all I know how to do is kind of what I've suggested in my book, Moonology, which is to work with them, a different heavenly ray with the colour once a month and just imagine yourself in that colour in a meditation that you do or in all your meditations that you do that month. Imagine yourself in that colour and, you know, just read around the subject. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of the... the um, Theosophical writings will cover about the heavenly rays. It's kind of one step away from the Ascended Master's work. It's very, very, very interesting, but I I personally feel like I put them into moonology, I've, and I even said this in the book um, as well. I put them into moonology because I wanted to give everybody, including myself, I, I put loads of information in there, but some, most of it, either we already knew or it was really easy to understand. I wanted to put something in there that really stretched people and made them like think, oh, my goodness, like what is this? How do I extend myself and my understanding of spirit and my spiritual practice? How do I extend myself uh, to these heavenly rays? And um, I've included them again in my new cards and uh, which are um, which are. I'm not sure if I can say what they are yet, but that, but basically they're about helping you to draw what you want into your life, partly using the heavenly rays. Um, I don't know if that answers your question, but uh, look, they're mysterious. Let's just say that they're very mysterious. Uh, you're you're drawn to them, are you? Um, you feel you feel drawn to them, Carla? Yes, it was. Yes, I was. Uh, I'm very intrigued, and yeah. I will. Yeah, no, there's definitely something very, um, very kind of magical about them. I'm just looking at a website on them. Um, if you Google them and you find the mermaid-uk.net um, page, you know, they, they, they actually tell you. Now, actually, I can, I can probably, let me see if I can. We're all born under a particular heavenly ray, according to this. Um, let me just look at you. So you were born at 4.50 a.m. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes. So according to this, you would be, oh, no, hang on a minute. You were born on a Sunday. Okay, so I think you would be your soul ray, at least. Your soul ray is the fifth ray. All right, so your soul ray is the fifth ray. I mean, this is, it's just, to me, this is so mysterious, it's beyond, beyond. But, you know, maybe start by looking at the fifth ray of what does the soul ray mean? What does it mean for me to have the fifth ray as my soul ray? You could start that. Okay. All right. No, I appreciate go. it. All right, well, thank you for calling in, Carla. I feel like I gave you a very... Neptunian style response, but uh, la vie. maybe your Neptune's on one of my planets. But thanks for being patient. So, what I'm going to do, because no we've only got a couple of minutes left, is I'm going to draw a card for first of all, I'm going to draw a card in particular for everybody who is on the line that I didn't get to talk to. So, if you're on the line, listen up. 
So this is for Erin, Gina, Mary Jo, Carla, because I didn't give Carla a card, Judy, Julia, Marguerite, and Suzette. Okay, I drew a card for you guys, Erin, Gina, Mary Jo, Carla, Judy, Julia, Marguerite, and Suzette. And you have this card, Step Out of Your Comfort Zone. So whatever it is you want, you guys, it lies on the other side of stepping out of your comfort zone, all right? And now I'm going to do a card for every single person who is either listening to this on unityradio.org or watching this on Facebook and in both cases, whether it's the, the live broadcast or the repeat, this is your card. Woohoo! Oh my goodness. We got the Expect Powerful Change New Moon Eclipse card. And literally as I drew that, I got a notification on my phone because I'm broadcasting on Facebook with my phone and I get notifications. As I as I drew that card, it came up saying England records zero COVID deaths. I'm not sure since when, for the first time since uh, July. Zero, I've got goosebumps, zero COVID deaths here in England uh, for the first time. So there we go, powerful change. I'll see you tonight for the Dark Moon Ceremony or I'll see you back here this time next week for another episode of Astrology with Yasmin. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org.